You hear that guitar riff, we'll tune up the band quick Just straight off my laptop, I blow with the bandwidth How slick can this man get, but the call off a razor More diesel than Nash, I move past all these haters See they know who I am, but they don't know why I'm here This is bigger than me, yeah I'm just Hey yo, survey time did anyone come here to see Aaron Alo Lloyd? No! Or did you come to see the Lowdown Lloyd? Yeah! Survey says, one more for the good guy. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the face of the hill, the mouth of the bout, the whole effing podcast, Don DiBiase, Donnie Wrestling, Donovan the Lowdown Lloyd. And this is the perfect edge, the house that the low down Lloyd built. And Alo, if you want this show, you're going to have to come take it from my cold, dead hands. Anyway, a little shooting there. So, oh man, something that we've been talking about for a long time has finally came and went. The fight of the century, Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor, and I must say that it's probably one of the more exciting fights that Floyd Mayweather has had in quite some time, and me personally, I was happy with it, um, I liked it, I thought they put on a good, good fight as far as I'm concerned, um, Conor, what I said was gonna happen to Conor happened to Conor, his gas tank ran out eventually, and it pretty much caused the demise of him winning. Well, he wasn't going to win the fight, but him being able to hang around the last couple of rounds and at least make it to the 12th round. Um, so pretty much went the way I thought it would go. Um, he, he got a couple of rounds where he won, which, I mean, I'm not super surprised at, but at the same time, uh, it was kind of funny just hearing him, you know, pretty much saying like Floyd turned it on when he wanted to, which he did. I mean, he, he let you get a couple of rounds and then, he turned it on as he usually does. He did a little earlier, um, but I mean, the fight pretty much went the way that I thought it would go. It's not really a whole lot to say about that except for it went the way that I thought it was going to go. The way I've been saying it's going to go, it was going to go that way. Everyone's saying he has a puncher's chance. Very hard to punch Floyd, so he can't have a puncher's chance if he can't punch the man. Uh, however, I will say coming out of this fight, I think that the real fight that people would want to see is Conor McGregor and Paulie Malignaggi. That's where the real heat was. That's where the real beef was. And I would gladly pay to see that. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe, maybe wouldn't, maybe I wouldn't pay to see that. Um, but I mean, I will, I, I would want to see it regardless. I just don't know if I would want to pay for it. But that's the fight that I think the real blood feud is. And I think that should happen. Uh, I also heard that Steve Pamiocic wants to fight Anthony Joshua. I would so like to see that happen. I think that would be dope. I don't mind the whole MMA and boxing mashup thing. I'm not really, you know what I mean, against that. Like, I think that would be cool if it's the right people, the right dance partners getting in the uh, ring and, and putting on a good fight. So, I mean, I know uh, Birdo was saying that he, he was thinking, Andre Birdo saying he wanted to go to the octagon. I don't know, bro. It's a different. It's a difference going to there versus them coming to the boxing ring. When you come to the boxing ring, you're pretty much to a skill set of boxing. When you go to MMA, 
it's a plethora of different fighting styles. You'll never know what you'll get hit with. At least in boxing, you know that you'll get hit with a hand or a hammer fist. Anyway, uh, some stuff going on. Uh, well, first of all, in boxing, I'm very upset that HBO decided to put Miguel Cotto on that same night. Um, I felt like that was super weird. Like, why would you put a Miguel Cotto fight on the same night as Floyd and, and Connor? I felt like that was very weird. And very stupid on their end. Unless you guys are going to sponsor me, then I think it's stupid. Um, so, I mean, do better. I don't, I don't understand why you would do that. Like that literally made no sense for you to put a fight with Miguel Cotto on before a Floyd fight. I'm pretty sure some people may have looked at it, but I don't know how many people would have. You put it on at nine forty-five. So, I mean, otherwise, uh, other words, they also started. Uh, I believe they started the Triple G and Canelo all twenty-four-seven uh, documentary. That night, which I, I once again is like, why would you do that that night? Like, why not do it the Friday night before or the Sunday night afterwards? Like, why? Why? HBO, why? Why are you doing these things? It's no one was watching those, even though any other night I would have watched it, obviously. But that night, no one's watching that. Why would you even do that to those people? Like, these are good boxers. Why would you do that to them? Why would you put them on the same night as this huge spectacle? Uh, Floyd and Connor, like, I guess, but you know, whatever. HBO, like, I just think that was stupid. Unless you're gonna sponsor me. Um. Anyway, so next big fight that's coming up, I believe it's September 16th. Canelo Alvarez and Triple G, which is the real fight of the year. The well, you know, in my case anyway, the real fight. Of the, I don't know, my everybody's case, the real fight of the year. Triple G and Canelo. Um, can't wait to see that. That's gonna be great. A lot of debate, a lot of real debating going on, a lot of real, you know, factual and realistic debating going on about this fight. So, me personally, I'm rolling with Triple G. I think Triple G is going to win. Um, I don't know if he's going to knock Canelo out. I feel like Canelo is crafty enough to be able to last. And you know, I mean, I I, I like Canelo just as much as I like Triple G. Um, and this, if I got to pick, I'm picking Triple G. But it's another one of those fights where. I'm not really pulling either way per se. I just want to see a good boxing match. So, um, even my my favorite boxing matches of all time is a Turgotti Mickey Ward, and I didn't root for anybody. I just body. I just enjoyed the fight. There were great fights. Three great fights where you wouldn't even know. Like if if they didn't end, you wouldn't even know that they ended. They just like the next fight. They picked up right where they left off. Just swinging hands. So, you know what I mean. And yeah, recipes of Turgotti. Um. That's boxing, as far as what I want to talk about anyway. Uh, football, Hard Knocks, Tampa Bay. I mean, it's a great documentary. And if you've ever seen Hard Knocks before, then you know what you're, you're getting. You know what to expect. Just a great documentary about a football team, whether they're great or they're not great. Um, it's always just good seeing behind-the-scenes stuff and just seeing you know what they're doing to prepare for the season. Now, however, I feel like Tampa Bay is one of those teams that – are kind of on the rise. Um, they're building their team slowly but surely. They have um, Mike Evans. They have Deshaun Jackson. Um, right now in their receiving core, and I think that is, you know, <laughs> it's pretty damn good in my opinion. Um, so just kind of seeing the trials and tribulations and stuff that they're doing, building up, getting ready for the season, um, and just some of the stuff that they're doing um, in the meantime. So I highly recommend that you guys go check that out. Also, if you have Netflix. Um, there's a great documentary <clears throat> that season two just came out 
It's called Last Chance You. And it is a phenomenal documentary series about uh, junior college in East Mississippi. Um, it's definitely easy to get attached to. It's de- Even if you don't like football, it's just super easy to get attached to. A lot of the uh, the people on there, the first season and the second season, they're super easy to get attached to. The stories are just just great. It's just a well-shot documentary. And I also highly um, recommend that you guys go and watch that. Check that out, too. Whether you're a football fan or not, go and check that out. It's just super good, entertaining uh, television. Um, so that's football talk for the most part. Um uh, I need to start doing fantasy drafts. So if you're out there and you have a spot open, I'm looking. I, I'm, I'm supposed to be in two. I haven't started any drafts yet. So if you still have spots out there and it's not money based, then holla at your boy because I would like to keep all my monies. So anyway, another news we got Sexy Star going into business for herself on Rosemary at Triple A Triple Mania. Now, if you guys remember in the last episode, I spoke about Triple Mania because I spoke about Pentagon Jr. versus Johnny Mundo. So it's a pretty big event for Triple uh, I would say it's probably that WrestleMania or SummerSlam. Maybe I'm not really sure. If, if I'm wrong, you can correct me on that. But um, big event. And apparently there was some stuff going on between her and uh, another wrestler who's escaping my mind right now. And at the end of the match, apparently Sexy Star went into business for herself. And uh, broke Rosemary's arm. And, you know, she's been getting a lot of flack for it by the wrestling community. Um, Pretty much getting shunned out. Uh, I don't know where she goes from here. Like, I mean, if you have the whole wrestling community against you for what you did, I don't really know where you go from this point. Like, I don't know. A lot of some people have started pulling um, her from their bookings and, you know, things like that. So it's just like, I don't really... Like, how do you redeem yourself at this point after doing that? Like, no one, you know, is on your side right now. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm interested. To see, I'm more interested to see what Lucha Underground does moving forward with, with her character being that this happened. So, um, and that may be out there already. But uh, I'm just super interested to see what, what Lucha is going to do with that. So, uh, also, speaking of Lucha Underground, uh, watching the Cueto Cup. And anybody who knows me knows I'm a big Pentagon Jr. fan. And Pentagon made it to the finals against Prince Puma, a.k.a. Ricochet. Ricochet is a great wrestler, awesome wrestler, so on and so forth, what have you. But I have a Pentagon Jr. biased, and that is who I wanted to win the Cueto Cup. But at the same time, it's like, ah. Prince Puma wins. What can you really say? Can't really be mad at it too much. So, that's what it is, man. You know what I mean? It just kind of is what it is. You it is what it is. You deal with it. Pentagon will go on to other things and, you know, break more arms and still be, still have settled metal. Metal. Sorry. Anyway, so, uh, also, uh, Johnny Mundo versus Rey Mysterio. Very, very good match. However, I am a little pissed that Mysterio didn't win the belt. I felt like that was a huge build-up, a huge storyline, just to kind of be let down and Ray not win the title. Um, 
I feel like Johnny Mundo was definitely more dastardly with the title, but for the buildup that they were making for this whole matchup, I really was expecting Ray to win. Um, but, I mean, whatever. It's good seeing Dominic. I haven't seen him since he was a kid or that previous episode where he was on it then before that when he was a kid. So, But anyway, man, I just was expecting Ray to win. He didn't. And it is what it is, man. Lucha Underground is still great, still awesome, and I will still watch it, of course. Um, just interested to see what's going to happen with Sexy Star moving forward. So that'll be intriguing when that all comes into play. Uh, moving on to Raw. I mean, honestly, Raw and, and SmackDown, man, they're they're floundering right now. Like they're kind of like just. I don't know. Like they're they're trying to pull people and and bring some excitement that way, but it's just like give us something else. Like give us some more. Like really, really, really try. Like just try, try to give us a great product. Like I don't even feel like you guys are trying. You say, like, hey, we got this person called Darren Russell. Hey, we pull this person up called Darren Russell. It's like dog. Like are y'all even trying? Like I don't even think y'all are trying. Like try, try, try to make try to make better product, please. Just try. Anyway, raw. Jeff Hardy went in uh, the the Battle Royal to face Miz for the Intercontinental title. Uh, I guess I'm not really against it. Um, I mean, out of that match, I don't know who. I mean, besides Finn, I guess they were kind of making it seem like Finn would Finn would be the one to do it. Definitely dope. The too sweet moment. I thought that was really really cool, even though it got ended shortly. Um, but I thought that was super dope, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not against Jeff winning the battle Royal and facing Miz for the title. Like, I mean, I guess it's cool. Like it is what it is. Like, I'm not really against it. So we'll see what happens and if he gets it and what he does with it. I mean, Jeff's had it before multiple times, so can't be a bad decision. So, um, what else we got here? Uh, the shootout between Roman and Cena, my goodness. Just going for each other, like, oh my gosh, that's now that was good. That was really, really good. That was Roman of of old where people liked what he he wasn't reading off a cue card. He didn't sound I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm the guy. No, this was Roman really shooting from the hip. And saying some things and seeing and seeing seeing and saying some things right back. Just good must see raw television. And we need more of that. Like I feel like Samoa Joe was doing a good job with it for for a while. And I feel like that was much needed from those two. I and mean, it's just like the two the two people that people love to hate right now. And it's just like you got both of them shooting on each other. So it's like it's pandemonium. Like you you're gonna boo one and you're gonna love the other or you know, vice versa, or maybe you're just gonna hate them both. Like I don't know. But I just feel like this is something great and WWE needs to continue to let them do what they're doing and make this into a big thing cuz it's going to be really really dope. So WWE don't screw this up. Do it now. Even though this is I would think this is a big four type of match, but I mean at, at this point if you guys got it now and you guys got a good storyline going and you you know that you're not going to be able to stretch it then I guess go ahead and give it to us now and then such, you know what I mean? I don't I'd rather you give it to us now and not stretch it out and it becomes stupid or still before the big four, one of the big four. So I'm cool. Give it to us now. And then, you know, if you need to revitalize it again and then bring it back and make it bigger and better. So just is what it is. Like I said before, I don't trust WWE to stretch out anything. 
And uh, Shrush had a good storyline and gave us good stuff week after week after week. So if you can have to do it now, do it now. Cool. Just give us the good storyline. Give us the match now. And then, you know, do what you got to do moving forward. But I don't trust you guys to to stretch it out. Like, I just really don't. So um, we got Alexa Bliss winning the title again. Um, Sasha not successfully defending, successfully defending the title again. And, um, I mean, <laughs> what can I say, man? Like, I, it's just, it just doesn't seem like they're going to let her prosper, man. Like, she gets the title and then she drops it, like, pretty much right away. So, it's just like, I don't know what else she can do. Like, I seriously want Sasha to go to SmackDown brand. Like, like I feel like she'll prosper more over there. She'll, you know what I mean? She'll be allowed to do more over there and she'll be able to get a title and, and hold it for a longer period of time. Look at how long Naomi held it. You know what I mean? Like... I just wanted to switch to SmackDown, like, cause on Raw she's not getting a fair shake at all. It's just it's super it's super corny. Even though Charlotte's over there on SmackDown, I feel like the I feel like she'll be she'll do more. She'll be better on SmackDown, like, even like I I feel like Charlotte shouldn't have went over there in the first place. I feel like it should have been Charlotte who went over there. But um, that's just my thought on it. But I mean, Alexa Bliss is one of those people where like she gets a title. It's not really something where you really too mad about it. I super duper duper love the Nia Jax heel turn, the picking her up and the whole facial expression change and just dropping her back. And just the way that Alexa flew back and dropped the title just it was an amazing slow shot. So I mean for her to get the title and for that to happen, then that's really dope. All is forgiven. I just wish that Sasha had the title longer, but you know it is what it is. She'll get it again. And hopefully she'll have it longer next time. But I won't hold my breath. Because every time she gets it, they just take it away from her. Because WWE logic. But anyway. uh, Yeah, that's pretty much all I want to talk about on, on Raw, man. Like, I, I never really had much to say about Raw. Um, honestly. More Braun Strowman. More and more Braun Strowman. He is excellent. Start putting out the internet content that he does. Put that on Raw, man. Like, incorporate that to Raw somehow. That dude is hilarious. Uh, just being a big, huge monster who's doing, like, just funny stuff. Just put the stuff on Raw, man. Like, you want good stuff to be on Raw. The stuff that... The, all the, it's a lot of internet content that, that WWE is putting on the internet that could go on the show and actually be good, like... And they're just putting on the internet. Like, why are you guys taking this good content you're putting on the internet and then you give us the crappy content on television? Like, just stop and just do the opposite, all right? Whatever you guys think is good, don't do that. Do the opposite, okay? So, moving on to SmackDown. Super, super hype that Shelton Benjamin is back. I remember uh, when they when they first talked about, oh, he's coming back, and then, you know, he had to get surgery or whatever. And... I was really upset about that. I was, you know, hoping that he would come back. And lo and behold, he came back. And he looked good in there, man. Especially with Gable. Him and Gable look good. He clearly is looks older. And, you know what I mean? But, I mean, I, I guess it'll, it'll wane itself out after a while. You get used to it. Um, I would rather see Charlie Haas come back with him. Um, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Uh, I'll take Gable. Gable's a great wrestler. I just... You could just tell that Shelton Benjamin is way older than him. But, I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, I, I like them two together. Um, I like that Shelton's back. I like that he still has it. Uh, we'll see what else he 
Uh, he has still left in the tank. I would love to see him and participate in some sort of ladder match or something because he was dope in those. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Hopefully they get tag titles, so on and so forth. And I'm just glad that Shelton Benjamin is back. Shelton Benjamin is back. Uh, Bobby Roode. Um, yeah, he he he's had the most quickest, unexplicable face turn ever. Like how did how are you a heel this night on this brand, and then you just pop up and just turn face pretty much like. It's so unexplicable. Like, I guess, whatever. WWE logic, man. That's all I could chalk it up to. Either way, Bobby Roode, still a great entrance. Um, was He has to up his moveset for me, man. Like, like he's a decent wrestler, um, but I just I just want him to show more of the repertoire, man. Like, show us more, Bobby. Like, do more, dog. Um, uh, I do like that your finishing move is your finishing move now. Like, I remember the first one, the pump handle that you did. That was god-awful. So, I'm glad that you switched that up and, you know, that you got the, you know, the glorious DDT now. It's a pretty dope move for you. So, just give us more out of the moveset, bro. Like, it's kind of kind of stale. Um, I feel the kind of the same way about Shinsuke. Um, but I believe I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, KO. Typical excellence of KO <clears throat> and his whole deal with with Shane and then just interrupting Sammy's match with Aiden English and putting on the ref shirt and saying, I'm the referee. I'm the ref now. And, you know, just taking the matters into his own hands and just pure gold, like pure gold. KO can do no wrong in my book and KO can do no wrong, period, on that show because he has just so much room to do excellent things. Uh, What else we got? We had uh, Dolph Ziggler and his little promo, which actually was kind of interesting to me. Um, I'm a little intrigued by what Dolph was saying. I'm a little intrigued by what he's going to do next week. Um, He doesn't seem so pouty-pouty anymore. He seems a little bit more... There seems to be a little fire in there, even though he's, you know, kind of, you know, poking fun at people and things like that, which was also good. Um... He definitely has a little bit of fire in him that you can sense now, and I'm just super interested at this point to see what he's going to do from this point. long as it's good. If it's trash, keep it. But if it's going to be something super dope that's going to get him like some wins and really start getting him some recognition again, then I'm all for it. But if you're just going to do trash and crap, you can keep it. I don't want it. And you can let Dolph go back to where everyone from. Me personally, I think if they're going to continue to let Dolph flounder, he can go to New Japan and be dope there. Just my honest opinion. So if you don't like it, I don't care. That's just honest opinion. It's a dope one because I really feel like he'll go to New Japan. He can easily get in the Butter Club and he can do great things there. That's, you know, just my opinion. If you don't like it, like I said, I don't care. Anyway. Uh, by the way, Dasha, Fuente, Dasha Fuentes is fire. She is fuego. You understand? So just putting that out there. Um. Anyway, uh, WWE has to stop with the terrible entrance music. Like, I don't know what is going on back there. The the guys who, the CFOs, like, are, are, if they're still doing the music, they're they tremendously falling off. Like, a lot of stuff they've done recently has been tritted ash, like super trash. You know, Big Cass music, he's had two songs. They've both been trash. Jason Jordan has now had two songs. They're both trash. 
the Usos had a dope song, and then you add down since day one ish. That's not even how you use that term. Day one ish is just like, I mean, that's how you use it. Like this is day one ish. It's not down since day one ish. Like that doesn't. That's not. A, that's not even a proper usage of of that. So, but you could tell, like, Usos, I'm sure you know that. Why would you even let them do that? Why would you go and, and, and get on the song and do that? Like, what? Turn the good theme into something trash by just putting some nonsense and all the, just cut, take the gibberish off there and, and leave, and go back to just the instrumental. The instrumental is dope. I'm still, I'm on the ropes about the Seth one the burn it down. It's it's catching on because it's just like you know it's coming. But it's like is it really needed? Was it really needed? Like he had I like when he came back and they had the little the little siren thing going off and like maybe I mean I guess I paid attention to it so I heard it, but he definitely had different interest music when he came back and it had a little like on his thing and I like that version and then they went back to the regular version and now you have the burn it down it's just like I don't know how I really feel about it so just um WWE I don't I don't know what what's going on with with the CF and then Baron Corbin has a new one like why does he have why does he have new entrance music like what did he need new entrance music for like what did he do to deserve new entrance music if anything he should have if you're gonna do that, should have did that after Money in the Bank when he won the Money in the Bank. Like he's not winning, he's not doing anything, and you give him new interest music. He doesn't deserve that. What are you giving him new interest music for? He doesn't deserve it. Why are you giving him new interest music? And I, I mean, it's not bad. It's probably the best. Hmm. I feel like Baron Corbin got the interest music that Cash probably should have got. So you just wasted a whole good theme that you could have gave the Cash. And you gave it to Baron Corbin. You gave Cash like the throwaway diesel track from the nineties. So I don't know. CFOs, if if you're the ones that are doing to get it together, man, you, you guys are falling off tremendously. You 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 just fell off tremendously. Like get your crap together. What is wrong with you? Anyway, um Natty has a Walmart t shirt that they're selling on WWE Network. I mean, WWE shop. Her her T-shirt that she has made is literally one of those psychedelic T-shirts that you see on Walmart. I don't like her T-shirt. It's trash. Um, and she deserves better. Like, she's a heart. Like, you guys couldn't do something that modern-day heart meets old-school heart and just make something, like, super, like, modern but traditional and just make it super dope. Like, you couldn't do that. You had to do paws out, claws out. That is trash. What in the world is that? That is a psychedelic Walmart t-shirt, and you guys need to take it back and try again. All right? Um, last but not least, well, yeah, it is. It's, it's not least, but it's last. That natty shirt is least. Um, Brizongo is just phenomenal. It's it's one of the, the highlights of SmackDown, even though it's not a super long segment. It's long enough to be captivating and to be entertaining. Those two dudes are just super, super entertaining. The tag board is always hilarious, even when I don't get everything on it. Like, it's still funny. It's still hilarious. Uh, Brizongo and, and Fandango are just super hilarious. WWE, whoever's writing for this, keep them on. Vince, please, if you don't have your hands in this, please keep your hands out of this. Please do not get 
involved in this. Continue to let them do what they're doing. It is funny. It's hilarious. Leave it alone. All right. Moving on from Raw and SmackDown. We have something that I'm truly interested in, that I've been interested in since I know that it was coming. We have the first four episodes of the May Young Classic. And to me personally, it's been really, really good. Um, I feel like it's kind of been stifled, but I mean, we know why it's in the first couple of rounds. So they're not going to pull out the full repertoire. They're going to give you a little bit right now. But a lot of these women I've been watching for like the last couple of months, um, just kind of got the spark from our homegirl Vanity. Pretty much got me uh, my mind rolling on going out there and looking for some more women's wrestling. So, and uh, just a lot of these women that are in this tournament I've, I've seen prior to. And just happy to see that they're in the tournament. Um, and just, you know, that WWE has seen them and, and, and put them in this tournament. Um, hopefully a lot of them signed because they need it. <sighs> they need it. Bad. So, um... Just a um, couple of highlights that I've seen. I've, I'm up to episode three at, so far. I'll probably watch for uh, soon, as in like when I'm done recording this. Um, but uh, just a couple of things that I, that that I, that I felt was a highlight. Uh, Princess Suhey winning over Kaylee Ray. That was completely a shocker to me. I completely thought that Kaylee Ray was going to win. Um, so I don't know why that happened, but I mean, whatever. Uh, I just thought that was I thought that was an upset. Like I clearly thought that Kaylee Ray was gonna win that match, but you know, Princess Suhey won, and it is what it is. Um, I felt like there was a couple matches that were just like you put two, maybe maybe it's just me, but you put two favorites against each other, and it's like how do you root for that? Like how do you like you put two people that clearly should go into the second round easily? Um, you know, so you got, you know, Santana Garrett, Piper Niven, two girls who easily could have went into the second round. You got Kari Sane and Tessa Blanchard, easily two girls who could go in the second round. Rachel Evers and Marty Bell, easily two girls that can go in the second round. And you put them all against each other. Um, I mean, I, I would hope that some of them signed so we could see them again outside of this tournament. But, I mean... It is what it is, but I just, I thought that some of those matchups are like, oh, like I really wouldn't, I don't want to see this person versus this person yet. I don't want to see this person versus this person yet. So, I don't know, but I mean, like I said, so far the tournament has been good. Um, Tony Storm won, Mia Yim won, um, which I'm I'm super happy. I'm picking Mia Yim to go all the way. I really feel like Mia Yim, actually, it's, it's I feel like either her or Tony Storm are going to win it. Like, um... I wouldn't, I don't know, man, like, it's so hard for me, because I have a lot of, of favorites in this tournament, but if I had to pick one, I'm going with Mia Yim, I think Mia Yim's gonna win, um, if I have to pick a dark horse, I probably would say Tony Storm, no, no, if I had to pick a dark horse, I would, I would say Abby, Abby Lath, who used to go by Kimberly, I feel like that'll be my dark horse if I had to pick one. So I'm going with me again, Abby Lath as a dark horse. Um, last but not least, just my last highlight for now, uh, Bianca Belair. I've seen her wrestle before on NXT television, um, but to see her in this tournament, I really paid attention more to her. 
the whole whip with the hair thing, that was uh that was decent. That was uh pretty pretty different. Um I was super impressed with her overall though. Um uh, she's really dope. Um her spear is vicious. She has a really, really good spear. Um she didn't she didn't kill Sage Beckett, um, like some people almost do, Roman. Um had a really good spear, really, really decent spear. Um I was super impressed with her. And um yeah, she's already in NXT, so I hope they start to push her soon. I feel like she's really, really dope, and you know what I mean? Her character is really, really dope, and I can see the championship material in her. So, um, yeah. We'll see how that goes, man. Um, I know the PWI rankings have come out, so, and I know Kajushka Okada uh, is number one on that, and Actually, I wanted to look at the list because I need to see who's all on this list. Because, I don't know, I feel like, I mean, obviously there's going to be people left off. So, you got Okada at one. You got AJ Styles at two. Kevin Owens at three. It's a good three. It's a good top three. It's a good top three. Um, I feel like probably Omega should be maybe in that conversation somewhere. And you can argue that. He's number five. Roman Reigns is number four. I don't really see. I don't really see how Roman Reigns is number four. Um, and also, maybe I need the criteria, criteria, on, on how on how they choose these. I mean, you got Roman Reigns at number four. Kenny Omega at number five. Nakamura at number six. Dean Ambrose at number seven. Samoa Joe at eight. Bobby Roode nine. Naito is at 12 behind Neville, which is ridiculous. Um, Randy Orton's on this list, which is ridiculous. Uh, Adam Cole's at 14. Crazy. Bray Wyatt is at 15. Crazy. Seth is at 16. Christopher Daniels is at 17. I feel like Christopher Daniels should be higher. Cole should be higher. Uh, I don't care about Bobby Lashley. Uh, Kushida's at 20. He should be higher. Cena's at 19. Uh, Cena possibly should be higher. Uh, we got Jericho at 22. Jericho should be, Jericho should definitely be higher, especially for this year. He should totally be higher. Uh, Shibata should be higher at 23. Mundo should be higher at 24. Brock Lesnar should be lower. Um... Who else do I like this one here? Pete Dunn is at 29. That's robbery. He should obviously be higher. The Maharaja is at 30. He should be higher. I don't care what you say. He should be higher. Um, Marty Scroll should be higher at 31. Cody at 33. He should be higher. Braun Strowman is at 34. And his name is spelled wrong on this list, but he should be higher. S at 3. He's at 36. He should be higher. Kyle O'Reilly, Tanahashi, Nick Jackson, Mark Jackson. All guys who should be higher. Ricochet is at 46, which is ridiculous. He should be higher. Takahashi is at 48. He should obviously be higher. Baron Corbin's on this list, which is ridiculous. Tyler Bate is at 50. This is this list is kind of trash. And I'm not. I, like obviously there's some WWE guys who should be higher, but there's a lot of these indie guys who definitely should be higher. This list is trash. This list is kind of trash. Um, 
It's not even kind of trash. It's just, it just is trash. Um, probably besides like the first three, the the first four should be Okada, Styles, Owens, Omega, at least, at least. Naido should be six, at least, maybe even higher. I would redo this list, but they haven't paid me for it, so I'm not going to. But this list is trash, PWI, and it's kind of be ashamed. Just this list is like reminiscent to the XXL freshman the last couple of years. Like it's kind of, it's kind of trash. Um, you guys should be ashamed of yourselves. Like I feel like whoever made that list was obviously drinking that day. Like there's a lot of a lot of air in it. But I guess that's, I mean, you make that so we can debate it. So, and my, my debate is that it's trash. And if you feel like it's good, then you're gladly welcome on this show. And I will tell you personally, person by person on that list, why that list is trash. So, if you have an issue with that, come at me, bro. And we'll talk because that list is poop. That that list is garbage. Uh, Anyway, that's pretty much it, guys. Short episode this time. Really, really was trying to squeeze in the time to do it. It's been a long week. It's been a hectic week. It's been a super busy week. Not just for me, but I'm pretty sure for a lot of the guys on the Mad Madness Network. But hey, I got you what I could get you. Talked about what pretty much intrigued me the most this week. There was a lot of, a lot of, yeah, besides uh, Floyd Mayweather and, and, and McGregor. Not a lot to really talk about, at least not that I've seen, so it is what it is. Um, Ric Flair, still in the hospital. Get better. We miss you, Nate. We need you. We need you styling the profile and all over the ring again soon. Don't forget to check out the weekly show, Matt Madness. New episode out. Don't forget to check out my boys over at Falls Count Anywhere. Always bringing the hotness. New episode out. And it's your boy, the face of the hill, the mouth of the bout, the whole effing podcast, Don DiBiase, Donnie Wrestling, Donovan, the low down Lloyd. Look out for Fall Brawl 97 or 98 because I forgot which one it is on our Throwback Madness episode this month. Alo, deal with it. You can't take this show because it's mine. Survive if I let you. I am, but they don't know why I'm here. This is bigger than me. Yeah, I'm just making it clear. Give me the space in the clear. When you see I appear, got that black and white gear. And we in the fifth gear. And you know we don't care if they whip or they against. We don't mean to make offense, but yo, we mean with our offense. The scene is finna switch. My team got it on clinch. If the scene that you went green, then we gon' lean at your expense. This angle but has a twist. Just to heal one for. For a real one, left lane deals for a real one, and they know the fake from the real ones. You hear that guitar riff, they switch up the stance quick. They think we want Hollywood, you can't understand it. You see who I stand with, my team is outstanding. We came with a plan, but see your plans with you handed. You hear that guitar riff, they switch up the stance quick. They think we want Hollywood, you can't understand it. You see who I stand with, my team is outstanding. We came with a plan, but see your plans. Plans with you handed.